when future civilizations come and dig through our remains, they don't go, who were these parasites that destroyed an entire planet? And instead say, wow, these beings went through an incredible process of evolution, and they learn from their mistakes. And when they find the Living 4D podcast tucked in some hard drive somewhere, they're going to go, this is some badass shit. Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. Hello, welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check, and I am Paul Check. At least the last time I looked in the mirror, it looked just like me. Can always tell by the awesome hairdo. Well, I'm excited. I have lived 57 years of hardcore life experience, study working with patients of all sorts of types from amateur to the greatest athletes in the world to housewives and truck drivers and school teachers and migrant workers. So I've got a lot of life experience that really leads me to feel that it's important for me to share as much as I can with the people of the world, which is why I developed the Czech Institute uh, to begin with. So, one of the great influences on my life is a man named James Phelps, who manages the uh, podcast and PPS Success Mastery and many other things that have to do with how my mind works and what I share with the world. And James thought our first podcast should be sharing with you what is my motivation and inspiration for the podcast, my vision for the podcast. What's it all about? What style am I going to use? Who is it for? Who am I talking to? And who's already scheduled? So today I thought I would begin by addressing some of those things, and hopefully you'll get all excited like I am and be ready for your Living 4D podcast every week. So there's your first tip. I will release a new podcast every week. When I get enough time in my schedule to do more, you'll know it because we will release more podcasts every week. But your first educational tip is it's easy to say yes to more and more and do more and more and find yourself with no life, no time to eat well, live well, have a moment to read something that's inspiring, have a chance to meditate or just smell the flowers. So, as a very, very busy man with multiple businesses worldwide, a full-time busy clinical practice of clients and patients that I work with, and educational um, commitments with the Czech Institute, when it came time to do a podcast, I had to say, listen, Mr. Czech, the first thing you got to do is make sure that you don't stop living your principles. So, one of the first things I'll share with you is the reason I'm only doing one podcast a week to begin with is because I have to have time 
to practice what I share and what I teach my students, or I fall into the category of talking head, sometimes referred to as professor or PhD, piled higher and deeper, someone who knows a lot but doesn't seem to be able to live it. So I want to make sure you know that I'm doing my best every day to truly live authentically all the things I will share on this podcast. And as a little jump ahead, it is my interest to find authentic teachers, leaders, and experts who can really share how they do it with you too, because I think it's important for all of us to learn how to live a balanced lifestyle, or we're not really living, we're just surviving, we're just running on a treadmill to try to make more money, to pay more bills, and ultimately we don't really ever get a chance to enjoy ourselves, enjoy our new books, enjoy our kids. It's just as though we're struggling to survive, and all you got to do is turn on the news anytime to see the results of that lifestyle. And I don't know about you, but it's not too pretty. We can do better together. So my motivation and inspiration for the podcast, well, one of the first podcasts that will be coming out is my interview with the Mind Pump Media team. And that team is composed of Doug, Sal, Adam, and Justin. They were the first big podcasters to reach out to me. And I was really inspired by these guys, how they live. Uh, They really have done a great job of managing their schedule and creating a lifestyle that works and putting a team around them. And the thing that really amazed me was they are having a lot of fun. And though I do love my work, it's easy to get buried in responsibilities and sometimes feel like I'm drowning in my own bliss. And I watched these young guys doing a very good job of what I teach my students to do. And I thought, you know, they're exciting, they're fun, they're reaching a lot of people. And I ended up sharing space with Kyle Kingsbury in the On It Health and Performance podcast, Aubrey Marcus in his podcast, Ben Greenfield, and a number of others all over the world I've been on now. And one of the things that I found is a Most of the guys doing podcasts are really, really enjoying their work. They're growing from their work. They're getting a chance to expose their audiences to a lot of highly intelligent and interesting people. And so I was very inspired to think, wow, I can actually talk to people that I enjoy, that I think are interesting and valuable. I can share my love and my life's wisdom. And I can do it in a way that really works for me. Those of you that have followed my work and maybe my uh, blog channel on YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash Paul C-H-E-K live, Paul Check Live, know that I'm not a fast food educator. In fact, I find it uh, challenging as an educator to see how the attention span for video learning has gotten shorter and shorter to the point that now if we're not giving sound bites, then we're really not getting much attention. And most of the topics I discuss are not really suitable for fast food education because life is meant to be lived and experienced 
And anything worth learning is worth practicing so it's authentically a part of your life, not just a bunch of intellectual diatribe or great ideas that sound good on paper, but you don't know if they really work or not. So through my experience with all the great podcasters out there that I've worked with, I found that I can actually share and people in the podcast space seem to really enjoy the longer, more comprehensive discussions with people like Jordan Peterson and many of the others that have a a real message with some substance. So that alone gives me a sense of joy because I can connect to you and we can get deep into things and I'm looking forward to having your questions sent in so that I can have entire podcasts where I do nothing but share my knowledge with you as though you were my own client. And most of the problems that people have, a lot of people have. If you got gluten intolerance, <laughs> you got a lot of company. If you got back pain, you got a lot of company. If you're stressed out, wound out, and you can't find time for yourself, you've got even more company. So, The nice thing about a podcast is you can carry me with you on your bicycle. You can listen to me in the gym. You can listen to me while you're driving your car. Uh, You know, you can listen to me in the bathroom if you want to take that private time to share with me. Uh, I'd appreciate it. Um, Occasionally, if I get a good enough podcast, I'll listen to it while I'm having a nice poop and the two go together. Lovely. Try it. Um, So... My inspiration is really what I saw happening with the big podcasters and how much fun they were having and how much knowledge they were gaining by interacting with wise people. My motivation is that I have a deep love of Mother Earth. I have a deep love of nature. And as a student of nature and a student of human life and all things relevant to human life, I get deeply concerned. I think that we're at a very important time in the evolution of man where we have an opportunity to either contribute to the destruction of the planet and go through a series of very, very challenging events that could range from problems of extreme toxicity to environmental crisis to a third world war, um, none of which we will do well with and all of which will create tremendous deep pain for all of us. And I think that my motivation is to share the people and share the wisdom that I've gained through a lifetime of being truly committed to the study of life, relationship, love, God, religion, and world, and all things life so that we all have a chance to hear things that might speak to our soul, touch us in the heart. I think we all have a truth buzzer. And I think that truth buzzer works even when somebody says something that triggers your ego into some kind of a backlash. And the way I know that is because countless is the number of times that people have come to my lectures at conferences all over the world and ended up getting right pissed off at me, writing nasty letters to conference directors, and even resulting in me being pulled into meetings with conference directors with pissed off people. And when I talk to them, 
and we got to the real core issue, most of them realized that they were projecting their own judgment onto me, and they decided to stop listening before they really let me get to the point where what I was saying was congruent as part of a bigger message. So the other thing is the conference directors have told me over and over again, you're some kind of an anomaly because oddly, the very same people that keep writing nasty letters about you end up in the front row of your lectures every time you're here. And we've never seen that happen before. And the point I'm making is, I think if we're honest with ourselves and we listen to the heart and we listen for the sound of truth, we can discern between our own egos, frustrations, fears, or judgments, but our heart also lets us know inside that we're hearing something that's important. And even if it's not truth, it might be more truth or closer to the truth. So my podcast is really about sharing the things that I know to work authentically because I've coached with, uh, supported, and been a therapist for countless thousands of people. And as I said earlier, many of these things are repeating themes. This is why I wrote my book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. It's really a collection of handouts that I'd made over many years as a therapist because I had to say the same things over and over again. And then I realized, why do I want to wait till people are sick and broken to have to tell them the things we should all have been taught as children if we want to learn how to live a healthy life and live our dreams and have freedom of body, develop emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence, and really share that love with the youth of the world. So the same motivation that led to developing How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy now is my motivation to share my love with all of you and anybody you could share the podcast with so that we can connect hands around the globe and, and really start, um, you know, having a genuine interest in each other's well-being and the well-being of nature. Also, I just really feel that there's a lack of educators in the world that are educating from authentic life experience. Uh, you can see I'm surrounded by books. This house is loaded with books. There's probably, uh, you know, well, when I moved in here, there was 144 boxes of books that brought, I brought with me, and I had to get rid of five bookshelves because they wouldn't fit in the house. And somehow I've managed to probably buy another 100 books, boxes of books since I've lived here in seven years or worked here as my office. So it's important to me to find people to share with you and to share with you the synthesis of all that knowledge because my style is to take gems and go test them clinically, test them in my own life, test them with my clients when I'm coaching them, get feedback, refine it. If something works and it's practical and productive, I keep it. If it's more work to use it than it turns out to be beneficial, I just get rid of it and say, well, that was a good experience, and now I can discern whether or not that idea or that concept has much import, at least for most of us. My vision for the podcast is to touch as many people as I can and help people understand 
as much as we may look different in color, uh, as we may be different in race or culture, we are all one being called humanity, and we all gain our sustenance and our support and our vital support from planet Earth. And Mother Earth needs us. Mother Nature needs us. And we need each other. So my vision is that this podcast becomes a means by which we begin to better understand each other and appreciate each other and feel more comfortable undressing with each other and sharing what's really important to us. My vision is that we have to realize that healthy conflict is an important part of a relationship. So when I interview people and they say things that I find challenging, I will approach them on that. I will challenge them on that. And I will do it as though I am your emissary. I am opening my heart and my soul to your concerns and to your fears and to your what about this type questions or what about that. And I will try to be a vehicle so that, for example, if I'm interviewing somebody who thinks vegetarianism is the only way to go, I can really dig into that and have healthy conflict, not the kind of conflict that separates you from the person, but the kind of conflict that's necessary to really get to the bottom of things and try to bring something out of the discussion that's more meaningful than an ism or some kind of addiction or religious fervor that's not well thought out, which the world is full of these isms and uh, fetishes and fervors and uh, you know, almost addictions. And uh, I would really love to see the podcast be something that everybody looks forward to. I would like it to be, and I know it will be, um, a source of easy, legitimate education so that no matter what you're doing, you can hear some practical information that will possibly change your life for the good forever and anyone that you touch. And I would also love the podcast to be exciting, entertaining, um, deeply spiritual, and for everybody. I have room in my heart for people of all beliefs, all faiths, all religions, um, even the people whose ideas can irritate me because I think they're so poorly thought out. My wife, Penny, can tell you, I listen to a lot of stuff that drives people nuts. And Penny often asks, why are you listening to that stuff? And I say, to help someone, you really have to understand their mindset. You have to understand what ails them. And so I've spent a lot of my time listening to stuff that's very hard to listen to and watching things that are hard to watch, but knowing that a lot of people get caught in these sometimes narrow belief systems, it's important for me to not just listen to two sentences and make a judgment as as though I actually understand them, but to try to really understand them. I believe each one of us is a piece of the whole, and I believe all of us were created with equal potential for genius. And I want to use my God-given genius to help everybody find their God-given genius 
because we're at a time in the evolution of man where it's time for all of us to express our genius and our love and our deep appreciation for how we all mean something important to each other and how we all have a chance to really share love and respect for nature because without our love, the planet and nature isn't going to survive and we will get into issues like that for sure. What's the podcast about? Well, the podcast is about, it's called Living 4D for a few reasons. My four doctors are the essential things that I found that we all have to have a functional, practical awareness of and put into use on a daily basis, or we're likely to create problems for ourselves. So Dr. Happy, uh, Dr. Happiness is the chief of all physicians because that's where we determine what our values are. And our values include what are our values for creating happiness in our lives. And very few people actually become conscious of that until they're in pain, I can assure you as a therapist. Dr. Happiness also means how do I make happiness sustainable in my life, which means I have to understand the importance of and how to move my body to accomplish my basic health needs and my specific conditioning needs to live my dream. If your dream is to climb mountains, you need a very different approach to managing your four doctors than if your dream is just to uh, be a healthy grandparent or parent and play with your kids or be a healthy secretary who, as long as she can get up and down two or three flights of stairs, get to and from home, she's okay. So, Dr. Happiness has not only got to be aware of what your values are for happy making, but how will you take care of your body with regard to movement? Dr. Happiness also oversees your diet because as I show in my teachings through the Czech Institute and many of the blogs I've done, how we eat has a tremendous influence not only on the subtle energy relationships in our body, but on the biochemistry of our body. And since our brain is a biochemical interface with the subtle energies of mind, if our biochemistry is off, it's like a mirror that's being warped. We never really see an accurate reflection of ourselves. So being happy and being healthy not only requires a healthy relationship with movement, but it requires a healthy relationship with diet. And since diet has a lot to do with spending money, being aware of where you're spending your money and what that's doing in the world is very, very important because it's pretty hard to be healthy on the inside if everything that you're eating comes from a toxic external environment. So I think a lot of my thrust is to really show us how we are woven into nature and nature's woven into us. And sometimes we create these illusory uh, beliefs that What's going on out there or where the food come from doesn't matter. As long as I'm not hungry, it's okay. But in reality, a lot of the uh, people that are living at a low level of vitality, dealing with health problems, fungal infections, parasite infections, chronic fatigue, dot, 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 have that specifically because they're unconscious about what they're investing their money in. And I think it's important for us all to be really, really conscious about how we contribute to the world with the way we use our money and live our lives because it does impact 
each other and it does impact nature. And we know now from hard science that what we do in the United States gets spread around the world. The toxicity in China is our toxicity. Nuclear uh, meltdowns in Russia or Japan are our nuclear meltdowns too, which is why living 4D is really a gift for the whole world. And it's about coming to the clear realization that there are no borders, barriers, or boundaries in reality. They're just lines on paper. Somebody drew lines on a map. We spend trillions of dollars defending these lines, but really, what are we defending each other from? Usually a lack of understanding of each other, a lack of love, and a lack of appreciation for the fact that we have far more in common with each other and far higher need for each other than the opposite. The podcast is also about getting deeper into topics that are meaningful and important and learning from people, as I alluded to earlier, that have authentic wisdom to share. I'm not a guy that goes after talking heads. I've exhausted myself of exposure to anyone with degrees that doesn't really wear what they share authentically. I think our education system's in big trouble. Um, when you consider we have more people with advanced degrees per capita than we ever had in the history of man and more medical professionals and healthcare professionals and gyms and support people of all types per capita worldwide, but we're the sickest and often most lost and confused people we've ever been, it really reflects back on the education system. And you have to ask the question, what are we really learning? We've, if you go to a nutrition conference, what do you see that most of the nutritionists are obese? You go to a physical therapy conference or a chiropractic conference, and what do you see? Most of the doctors and therapists are more broken down or no better than their patients. So there's no real demonstration of authenticity um, as a general theme in most fields. Doctors, there's an old saying, dead doctors don't lie. The average medical doctor dies 10 years earlier than their average patient. That's not good marketing for our educational systems. It's not good marketing for esprit de corps of professionalism. But that said, there are fantastic doctors out there. I've met many, and I will interview lots of great doctors of all types. There are people with advanced degrees that really do have something to share, like a Robert Sapolsky, for example. I mean, there's a guy who's an expert in stress. His book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, is excellent. His research is excellent. And I may not agree with everything he says or his entire life philosophy, but that's someone who's worth listening to. And I could give you a long, long list of the gems, and I will. I will share them with you to the degree that I can access them and have them on the podcast so that you get to connect deeply into these people and can get in the habit of sharing questions. And maybe we'll even publish who we're going to be interviewing in advance so you guys can share your questions with me when you interview Alex Gray or Joe Rogan or, uh, you know, some other famous person, ask him about this, ask him about that. And that might inspire me to ask those questions. So you'll get to be part of the crew for Living 4D. My style, 
Well, my style is, if you've ever watched my videos, I'm fairly straight up, no bullshit. I'm not a fluffy guy that taps around the edges. I'm sort of the kind of guy that if you're in a boxing match is is going to go right to it and get the job done. If we're in a jujitsu match, I'm going to try to choke you out as politely as I can and as quickly as I can, but as lovingly as I can. Uh, I like to work on the concept, do no harm. So if I need to be confrontational, you can rest assured there's a dragon inside of me that's not afraid of much. I've been a lot of things in my life, from a paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division to a rodeo rider to a stock car racer, a drag racer, a kickboxer. I was a competitive amateur boxer at a high level. Uh, I was a triathlon representative for the United States Army and the military. I've had lots of very, very scary and dangerous experiences. It's a damn miracle I'm alive. I've had my body broken up to bits and all sorts of things and didn't even know I was alive many times. So it, I've lived through enough that I'm not afraid of confrontation uh, when it's important to get to the core issues. Sometimes I will be doing podcasts by myself, one, because it's more uh, flexible and allows me to not get segued. Oftentimes when I'm getting interviewed, I'm getting pulled off and because some of the people that have interviewed me are more interested in short sound bites where I'm interested in real education, it's hard to really get into the depth of it. So I will do uh, quite a number of solo podcasts where I'm just sharing my knowledge or opinions and hopefully inspiring you to look into these things to come up with your own opinions. Um, my style is not necessarily to say I'm right, you're wrong, this is how it's got to be, my way or the highway. Uh, because I'm wiser and older and more mature than that, what I can share with you through Living 4D is what I have authority of, and that's my own experience. I'm also a medicine man, spirit guide. I've done approximately 400 shamanic journeys in my uh, career as a medicine man, spirit guide over the last 15 years. Um, so I've been down the pipe and really uh, <laughs> I've, I've split the ego completely open. I've dissolved into zero. And I've also done it through meditation and Tai Chi practices. And that was very, very important for me to do because I didn't want to be somebody who became dependent upon a substance to have a legitimate mystical or religious experience. So I can honestly say that I'm very, very capable of getting to the depth of stillness that exists behind the universe with nothing but breathing and bare feet and time in my garden or in the middle of Manhattan standing next to a tree I might have to walk a half a mile to find and share some love with standing barefoot on a winter day on a cold street next to a barbed wire fence wrapped around a pay parking lot and that's part of what I'm all about improvise and adapt when I was a paratrooper, they taught us you must improvise and adapt. 
things get tough out there. And when you consider that research shows, I've seen research showing that as much as 95 to 98% of the U.S. population is within two paychecks of bankruptcy. That means if they lose their job or their income right now, they got two weeks before they don't have enough money to survive. And so when you consider that a lot of us are already at the red line, um, we're pushing ourselves, we're falling prey to the brainwashing scams of highly elaborate marketing and uh, predatory marketing and things like that. I think it's really important to have somebody that can give you information that's practical and help you get deeper into yourself to figure out what is it that you're really trying to fill that can't be filled with objects and things that you buy at a store or on Amazon, but can only be filled by deep, meaningful connection to yourself, others, nature, the world, and your relationship with spirit, whatever that might be. So the podcast is for anyone that really wants to reach their potential in life and and find themselves waking up with energy and vitality that wants to have a healthy sex life, that wants to get from idea to authenticity. For anybody that wants to be brave enough to challenge their own belief system, I have always been amazed that as I travel the world and lecture and even teach my students, when I start bringing up deeper truths about things like God, religion, love, sex, whatever it might be, that people are very quick to defend their position without realizing that's exactly what's led them into a lot of pain and often needing the help of someone like me. So I think for us to grow together, uh, one of the best things I can do is help give people an opportunity to seriously question their own ideas and beliefs, because if it's not worth questioning, is it really worth living? I mean, if you aren't brave enough to question your own ideas, how do you know that you're not just deceiving yourself or other people? I question my own ideas deeply all the time. That's one of the reasons I use contemplative meditation. And I will get into different um, methods of inner work, of of spiritual growth and development, and I'll share as much as I can with you. And I've been studying these things since I was a child. My mother became a yogi when I was 12, and uh, my mother had a very challenging life, and us kids had a challenging life, so I've been through a lot. I've had death in the family, suicide, um, drug addiction, uh, serious legal issues, and things that uh, are painful to grow through, but ultimately produced the opportunity for me to heal and grow and become wise. So I've been through many firewalks, and I think that that's how Great Spirit conditioned me to be an authentic, um, an authentic contributor to the world and someone who can uh, add something meaningful to your life. And I'm open enough for you to add something meaningful to my life. And that's, you know, the boomerang of love right there. I'm Who I'm talking to is anybody that finds what I'm talking about interesting or meaningful and 
finding meaning in life is one of the most important things. It doesn't matter how much money you have if you don't have meaning. It doesn't matter how big your family is if you don't have meaning. In fact, not much at all matters if you're not finding meaning in life. Meaning is what creates the closure of a circuit that allows energy to flow. But if we're making money and we don't have meaning, we don't really know what we're contributing to, and we don't know what direction we're headed, and we don't really know who we are. Really, all mythologies were attempts at finding meaning. And what we see throughout history is whenever a culture loses its mythology, it's soon to perish, and we're there now. So this podcast is for anybody that has a genuine interest in finding more meaning in their life learning ways to cultivate love within themselves so that they're not codependent upon others to make them happy, but have authentic love to share with others. Some of my episodes would be appropriate even for kids, say age 12 and up. Um, my, My audio workbook program, The Last Four Doctors You'll Ever Need, which is all about Lots of things you need to know about food, food packaging, food processing, and things that I couldn't put in my book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy, to keep it from getting too big. Uh, But the reason I bring that program up is because countless is the number of people that have emailed me and told me their kids love it. I remember one of my practitioners, Chaz Barkley, uh, he, he has two kids. I think one of them at the time was about seven, the other one was probably about 13, And he said for months, that was the only thing they wanted to listen to in the car as they drove to school. And they ultimately ended up getting through it about four times before the kids were ready to go on to something else. And I've had many cases of that. And there's an example of a child hearing the truth buzzer. So my program's for anyone that finds it interesting and whose heart calls them to participate and be part of living 4D. And while I'm thinking about it, there's more fours that we got to talk about. Four is the number of completion. I talked about Dr. Happiness, Dr. Diet, Dr. Quiet, and Dr. Movement. What I didn't say earlier is those doctors are active at the physical level. What is physical happiness? The emotional level. What does it take to cultivate emotional well-being at the mental level? How do we manage our minds so that we are actually at peace, that we, A, know how to use a mind, and B, can create our dreams effectively with it? So each of the doctors is a physical, emotional, a mental, and a spiritual doctor. Spirituality is about connecting to the whole, that which is greater than yourself. Your family is a greater whole than you as an individual, but your community is a greater whole than your family. Your state is a greater whole than your community. Your nation is a greater whole than your state, and your culture is a greater whole than your nation. But we are a humanity that encircles the world. And so spirituality is about a progressive realization that we have more things in common that we we have with each other and need from each other than we have differences Yet when you look at the amount of time, energy, money, and resources spent protecting people from other people, it's clear that that money would be far better invested in learning to get along, communicate with, love, relate to each other, and 
think of how much destruction of the planet that would pre- prevent if we just learned to love and support each other. So uh, that's an important part of what my podcast is for. So uh, I'm talking to everyone that has a genuine interest in legitimate personal growth, professional growth, spiritual growth, and learning about what love really is, how to create more of it, how to share more of it, because ultimately love is the most powerful medicine for healing anything. I don't care what food you eat or what drug you take. If there's no love in the process, then what inspiration do you have to really heal? Um, what inspires you to want to be here? Not much. So that at that point, without the love, then you're just, shall we say, uh, palliating uh, a pain. You're not really uh, dealing with a case of real medicine, you're dealing with a case of distraction or numbness. So Living 4D is the unnumbing program. It's the celebration of life. It's the celebration of relationship. It's the appreciation for nature and for cosmos and the great mysteries and looking deeper into all the magical and mysterious things of life that we may not have the time to do if we have to sit in front of a television, but with a portable podcast, we can really get into some stuff, and and, and I'm digging all that. Who's already scheduled? Well, I've already had phenomenal interviews with the Mind Pump Media team. I've interviewed Sean Croxton, who is very successful and who now specializes in sharing inspirational quotes from great teachers and leaders. And I've interviewed Danny Way, who is one of the most famous skateboarders in the world with something like 10 Guinness Book of World Records, uh, whose amazing life story is in movie form, which was the first movie I actually played a real role in, which was fun, called Waiting for Lightning. So if you want a preview on the amazing Danny Way, you can look for the movie Waiting for Lightning. I'm going to be interviewing J.P. Sears, who started uh, training as a Czech professional when he was 19 and uh, is now a very, very famous and successful comedian and other things. I will be interviewing Elliot Hulse because he's had a huge impact on the world, and he also has spent several years being a student of mine and has been a client of mine and is somebody I love and appreciate. I will be interviewing Aubrey Marcus, one of the... uh, the founder of Onnit and one of the key peoples who's also got a very successful podcast and is someone who I find very interesting and fun. Uh, I will be interviewing Kyle Kingsbury, the health and performance director of Onnit and who runs the health and performance podcast and is an amazing human being, somebody I just absolutely love and respect. Uh, I'm trying to land an interview with Alex Gray, the amazing visionary artist. I hope to interview Jordan Peterson. I would like to interview uh, some of the great union analysts out there. Um, I'd like to interview, I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, one of the world's leading experts on vaccination and who will share things we really need to know about vaccinations for the health of your children. I'd like to interview Dr. Keith Witt, an integral psychologist who has tremendous uh, knowledge and education on uh, how to love yourself completely and on parenting. I'd like to interview Dr. Daniel Siegel. I'd love to interview the Dalai Lama. So let's all 
harmonize right now and say, Dalai Lama, we love you. We'd love to hear you share your love with Paul Check on Living 4D. I absolutely love the Dalai Lama. I'd love to interview Barbara Marks Hubbard. Barbara Marks Hubbard, I think, could be one of the wisest women on this planet. If you want to learn more about Barbara Marks Hubbard before I get to her for an interview, go to Gaia TV and look at the Legacy series. The first section is with Irvin Laszlo. I would love to interview Irvin Laszlo right behind the camera. I probably have 10 or 15 of his books. I've read lots of them. He's a genius. He's wise. He's kind of like the male equivalent of Barbara Marks Hubbard. I'd love to interview Matthew Kahn, who I think may be one of the most evolved spiritual teachers on the planet right now. I would love to interview, uh, well, I'd actually love to interview so damn many people, it's hard to even tell you all of them. Famous athletes, Laird Hamilton, I'd like to interview Gabby Reese. I'd like to interview um, Kobe Bryant, uh, who uh, who knows who I am for good reasons. And um, many. There's monks I'd like to interview. There's bishops. There's priests. I'd love to interview Matthew Fox. I wish I could have interviewed Houston Smith before he died. The man was just so powerful and so beautiful and so amazing. Um, I'm going to interview my second wife, Angie Check, who is a very powerful and amazing woman. She's a shaman. She's a nutritionist. She's got a degree in energy medicine, a degree in nutrition, a degree in biology. And she's just sharp. She runs our holistic lifestyle coaching program. She's beautiful. She's sexy. She's artistic. She'll blow your socks off. She blew my socks off. Blew everything off, actually. And so, um, uh, I'm going to be also interviewing people that produce excellent products, um, like Dr. Nick from Essential Oil Wizardry, who makes amazing essential oils. Um, those are the, you know, just right off the top of my head, those are some of the people I want to interview, but I want to interview people like Dr. Gary Schwartz, whose research on God and the afterlife is amazing. Um, Dean Radin. Um, I'd like to interview some of the great Buddhist teachers like Shinzen Young, whose uh, education is excellent in uh, you know what it takes to be an enlightened person. What is the process? I'd love to interview Ken Wilbur. I'd love to interview Dustin DiPerna, whose book Stream of Wisdom and his other books are fantastic. Um, I'm so damn excited. I'm just worried that I might work Penny to death trying to make all these interview connections. And you can trust Paul that I'm going to have to practice everything I teach in order to fit all these interviews into a very busy life with my two-year, eight-month-old boy, and believe it or not, a new one on the way. Yes, that might be a surprise to you, but at 57, I seem to have sperms that are Navy SEALs that can hang out in the dark without food or water for days on end, delivering the payload and doing what they're designed to do, but I don't argue with great spirit. 
my son Mana split my heart wide open, man. He just brought me so into the fourth chakra, brought the yin out of me, and he is exciting. And Mana means life force. He is the life force. So uh, I might even interview my son, Paul Check Jr. He's got a lot of ideas and opinions, and he's working on a project of his own. So I think I might have to get him on here and stretch him a little and get him to share. And uh, I'd like to interview my wife, Penny, but she's a little more private and reserved. But damn, is she smart. Penny has three master's degrees. She's got a master's in biological anthropology from Cambridge, a master's in business administration from Colorado State and a master's in exercise and sports science. And she knows more than about 50 people, and anyone that knows her will back that up. So what you've just learned is that my life is largely controlled by women, which is a good thing. And I think most men would do a lot better if they would just get their ego out of the way and let the powerful women do what they can do, and we should allow them to do. That's one of my lessons I'll share with you. So I think I've covered what I wanted to share with you for the intro to Living 4D with Paul Check, but I will close by finishing off some of the fours. We have physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels of reality that we're part of, like it or not. We have Dr. Diet, Dr. Quiet, Dr. Movement, and Dr. Happiness, the four doctors. We have OM, the primordial sound that creates everything that exists anywhere in the universe, which is spelled A, capital A, capital U, capital M, underscore. Notice A-U-M underscore is for. Ah, I awaken. Ooh, I'm dreaming. What is your dream? Mm, I'm sleeping. I'm resting. Underscore. End of cycle. Reset. And get ready to do it all again. Ah, ooh, mm, underscore. And guess what? Ah equals spring. Ooh equals summer. Mm equals fall. An underscore equals winter. So you're oming all the time, whether you know it or not. And I love oming. And I want to ohm with you. And it doesn't even end there. We have Hegel's philosophy of thesis. What is your idea? Antithesis, the challenges of implementing the idea. Synthesis, working through the natural challenges of creating anything worth living with or living for or creating. So thesis, antithesis, synthesis, and I added a little for Hegel because it's part of the ohm cycle. Rest, give yourself a time to step back from it all. Clear your head, celebrate a little bit. Our culture just runs from project to project to project till they're burned out, exhausted, and can't appreciate any of them. Then we have the first four cards of the tarot. Yes, I study tarot, and I have been doing it for years, and I know a lot about it. And I do it every day. And I can tell you the hero's journey is real. And tarot is the hero's journey encapsulated in 22 archetypes, 0 through 21. But the first card is the magician. 
using your mind effectively. The second card is the high priestess using your relationship with soul, your intuition, your capacity for insight and self-reflection reflection effectively. And notice the magician is a masculine. The high priestess is feminine, followed by the empress. The empress represents the mother, the uh, woman and feminine energy holding the community or the family together. And she is the support for the emperor, tarot number four, who is the master of creating things in the world out of the elements of earth, water, fire, and air. And those four archetypes represent the magician, mind, masculine, high priestess, feminine, yin. There's the powers that create the universe. The empress, the mother, and the emperor, the father. And without yin and yang and mother and father, this podcast would not be possible, and neither would you. So, without belaboring the fours, Carl Jung loved the number four because it is the number of completion, and I'll prove it to you. One plus two is three, plus three is six, plus four is ten, and ten symbolizes the octave of our existence. We are in an octave of existence. Beyond this octave, we have things like astral worlds or astral travel or the world of dreams. And below it, we have the mineral kingdom. So isn't it amazing that one plus two plus three plus four is 10? And with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and zero, we can do almost any mathematical calculation you can think of because that's the number set. So that's why I'm calling this Living 4D. And believe me, I haven't begun to exhaust the fours. I could go on a four journey with you and it would be for you and for me and for all of us. And that's what Living 4D is, a journey into the fours. And four directions is how we navigate the world, and together we will navigate our lives physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and we will go on a journey together, and everywhere we will go, we will find the rest of ourselves, and let's learn to love each other, be honest with each other, make room for each other, and support Mother Nature and Mother Earth so that when future civilizations come and dig through our remains. They don't go, who were these parasites that destroyed an entire planet? And instead say, wow, these beings went through an incredible process of evolution and they learn from their mistakes. And when they find the Living 4D podcast tucked in some hard drive somewhere, they're going to go, this is some badass shit, man. Let's go find his soul and see if he wants to do a podcast on Alpha Centauri or some other galaxy somewhere. And certainly some of you will be there hanging out with me. So it'll be cool because we will leave an archaeological record of higher consciousness. I'm Paul Check. Thanks for sharing with me. Hope you enjoyed this first introductory podcast, which is just getting us warmed up. 
for the amazing episodes coming your way. I love all of you. Can't wait to share with you real soon. Bye-bye. P.S. Before I say goodbye, I'm sure you're going, when's this damn podcast coming out? He told us everything but that. It will be coming out January the 1st, 2019, which isn't far away. And I am doing lots of podcasts getting ready for you guys. So what a way to start off the new year. This podcast you're listening to could very well be be before January 1st. But the reason I'm sharing this with you now is to get you ready. So go to the information page that's suggested to you here. Sign up, become a member, and get ready to live 4D with Paul Check. See you there. Thanks for listening to Living 4D with Paul Check. Find Paul on Instagram and Twitter at Living 4D Podcast or on YouTube. Search for Living 4D with Paul Check.